If you've ever wondered what sound healing is um, or sound therapy is, that's a conversation we're having in our well-being conversation. What is a sound bath? How does it work? Um, and what are the benefits? And maybe you have a question about sound healing or maybe you've tried it. I'd love to hear from you if you've tried sound healing before. You can give us a call on 011-883-702 and send us an SMS on 31702. We're joined on the line by sound healer and the founder of Nico Wellness Refinery, Matapelo. Mabaso joins us this morning. Matabello, a very good morning to you. Good morning, Griggs, and thank you so much for having me. Good thank, morning to the listeners. Thank you for your time. So when we talk about sound therapy or a sound bath, what exactly are we talking about? So basically, a sound bath is an immersive sound experience, and it's another form of meditation. Um, the reason why we call it a sound bath is because the sound waves are said to wash over your body um, in order for you to relax and just enjoy the melody. Um, but another thing that it does is that these frequencies, then they they calm your mind and they get you into a deep meditative state um, while revitalizing your body and helping you to release tension. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's just another form of meditation um, and it, it works on also just aligning your body and aligning your energy centers um, as well as your nervous system. And, and so if you were to, if you have someone who's never done one, if you were to then, I guess, come for a first one, what can you expect? What happens in a session where you have a sound bath? Okay. So usually for um, a session, what I would do is obviously I would get you into a state of calmness because I guess we all, you know, lead very busy lives. So you would come in, we would do some breath work just to relax you and then some guided meditation just to get you to a place where you calm so that when the sound meets you, you're at a place where you are able to then receive the healing. Um, and then from there on, you just lay on your mat. Um, it just depends on you, what makes you comfortable, but you usually just lay on your mat and you literally just surrender to the process. And then I do most of the work. <laughs> and so, um, I, yeah. And carry on. So then I use different instruments. Um, I used um, Himalayan bowls. I used um, I used the mbira. I used the drums, um, crystal bowls. Um, so it's different instruments that I use for 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 different things to do different things depending on what it is that we're working for. And so working on. And what are some of the issues or the ailments that are, that are, a sound bath can be used to treat? It can, it can be used to treat anxiety. Um, you can use it to, to improve your mood. Um, I know some people use it to sleep better, um, just to sometimes people use it to just calm the mind, to lower the stress, reduce tension. Um, so it, 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 it gets used for various things. And then you also have people that have actual injuries, like maybe a lot of Sports people that maybe have injuries or people that have injuries. I know some people have come through with injuries, maybe the knee or something like that. Then you, you can use certain instruments to, to then assist them in addressing those issues. And, and so for um, uh, someone like you who is a sound healer, um, you know, what is the process of, I guess, learning or becoming a sound healer? Um, what are the things you are able to, for instance, tell when someone is having a sound bath, um, you know, in terms of their experience, how they're feeling? Are you able to see the impact of the sound bath as you are, I guess, um, doing the therapy? Uh, yes, definitely. 
So for me, I mean, it's, it's, it's not only just me healing. It's actually um, a calling. So I am very aware. So you need to be very aware. You need to, you know, listen. You need to know how to read the energy. You need to be very observant in terms of how the person acts. Um, and then afterwards, obviously, you have like a sharing circle where they will then have questions and tell you exactly what they went through or what they were experiencing. But even before the sound bath, I mean, you have, especially with one-on-ones, where you spend time talking to the person, getting to know the person, and actually also just identifying certain things. And you can actually even use the instruments to identify what energy centers need to be aligned or what the issues are. So by the time you do the sound part, you have an idea of what is wrong with the person. And then you just need to be very observant and just, you know, as you're watching them, you can see what's going on, you know, where they have issues or someone might like, that may be scratching themselves. Or, you know, there's always like ways in which you can just tell. So you just read the person's body language. You also just read the energy. And then afterwards, obviously, you just have a conversation in terms of what it is that they've experienced and if they have any questions to help them through and guide them to understand um, what, what, what just happened. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that seems to come up a lot is being... Um uh, uh, an experience or part of the experience of doing a sound bath is you know quite a lot of emotions particularly repressed emotions um coming up mm-hmm. and the process allowing you to i guess deal with and acknowledge those emotions um but they'd also differ based on where they are in the body could you tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about that yeah sure um yes it, it is and i always say that sound baths are different for everyone right so you will have a sound bath and someone else might come out feeling relaxed and for someone else i do have patients or i, I do have clients that will say oh um you know during the sound bath when you take this instrument i started feeling uncomfortable and then i started feeling this on which whichever part of the body um so for some people it does bring about issues or rather things that have been you know, haven't been dealt with or have been repressed for the longest of time. So it, it, it does do that. And for some people, they get into a deep meditative state and they come out and they're feeling great. And then maybe a couple of days later, then, you know, things then start coming up. And usually the person will call me and say, this is what I'm experiencing. This is what's going on. So you do have people that... um do have instances where it does trigger certain things. And then for some people, it literally just gets you into a relaxed state and you feel great afterwards. So it's different for, for, for different people. Uh, you recently hosted a session at, is it Farmhouse 58? I think it was. Oh, yes, I did. Tell us yes. about um, that, that, uh, that particular day. Yeah. So the retreat, I think for me, what I was trying to do was just trying to get people together for them to experience what a sound journey is and what a sound journey could potentially um, do for you. And I think what was more important was to also just like bring together a group of people that have that are like minded, you know, Um, and I think it did exactly that. I mean, we had a beautiful day of breath work of you know, meditation, we had sharing circles, we had people sharing about how they felt and the impact. And most, I think most of them was actually their first time having a sound bath. And it was interesting, like some of the things that came through. And um, yeah, it was just a beautiful day of just 
you know, taking care of self and just focusing on oneself because I do think that it's very important, especially with the life that we live. We never really get time to focus on ourselves. And I think what's also funny is <laughs> you um, as you're meditating um, and after the sound bath, there is a moment where you're just like, okay, now it's just time to just absorb everything and just to go silent. And you, you realize how much we are so uncomfortable in just sitting in silence because it's something that we're not used to. So it, it, it was quite an interesting experience and, um, yeah, a, a beautiful one. And we'll definitely more, we'll, ha- we'll have more of those. Mm. I was reading some of the benefits of sound healing or sound baths, and it said it can be particularly useful for people who struggle to quieten their minds through uh, traditional meditation or yoga. It can help them get into that, well, help them get into a meditative state, be able to sort of quieten the noise a little bit um, and would you say that is one of the benefits of sound baths it can really be useful to get you I guess in the zone to try and meditate yeah definitely um, so what happens is that the sound frequencies that you experience in sound healing they slow down your brain waves to a restorative state um, which then activates the body's self-healing and also just allows you to to, to, to just experience the, 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 the sound waves and you know, the benefits um, of sound healing. And I know a lot of people do struggle with meditation and it's something that comes up a lot when I have my sessions. So I think with a sound healing, it, it just makes it easier because you're literally just on the mat and you're just allowing the sounds to just guide you through it, you know. And if you surrender to the process, then you do get quite a bit out of it. So yes, it, it, it definitely does help with meditation. And you said that it can be really useful for a variety of, um, you know, issues and challenges. Some people even come with injuries. Are there specific groups of people or particular ailments that derive quite a large benefit from using sound therapy or sound baths? And how often would you have to go? Is it the kind of thing that you would do once off, once a month, um, once a week? How often would be, you know, the ideal? Or do you often see people needing to come in for a sound bath? So usually people will come in maybe like, it, I mean, it depends on what your issue is, right? Like some people will come in for a sound bath and then we'll have a plan in terms of, okay, this is how we're going to deal with it. Um, and then you would come in maybe twice a month, for instance, for a sound bath. Um, some people you'll be dealing with migraines and they have specific times where they get the migraines. And this is when you know, okay, this is when you come in. So you'll have a plan and maybe they'll come in twice a month. For some people, it's just a thing that they do. It can be once a month. It can be once in a while, depending on what they experience. A lot of the times I normally have sound baths where I just open them publicly to everyone. People will register, they'll come. And then from there, you'll find people saying, look, I mean, these are the issues that that I experienced. But because obviously for a public sound bath, you can't, tap into certain areas because you're dealing with themes that are, you know, that are, you're dealing with common themes. Whereas with a one-on-one session, you are then able to get into it and you are then able to deal with those specific issues that the person has. So maybe from a public sound bath, you will come through and you'll say, can I have a one-on-one session? And then depending on the one-on-one session and how it goes, then we might just schedule just a few sessions um, after that. So it just depends on on a person it's, it's it's an individual thing it just depends on what the issues are 
And to some, um, you know, you were saying that you use very different instruments. You use a variety of instruments. Do some instruments um, elicit different emotions or different feelings? Do some um, instruments create more intense uh, or overwhelming yeah. emotions in the person experiencing uh, the therapy? Yeah. So in my experience, I've noticed that a lot of people, um, when I play the gong, I think the gong has the ability to just, you know, bring up certain emotions. And usually I will use the gong to then clear a person's energy. And I've noticed that a lot of people will say, oh, my God, um, you know, when you played the gong, this is how I felt. When you played the gong, you know, the sound sounded a bit strange. And then I just had to surrender to the process. And then I let go. And then I started getting into it and actually enjoying it. Um, so different instruments do different things to people. You sometimes play chimes, um, wind chimes, and someone will be like, oh my God, this just brings back childhood memories. You know, you've just tapped into my childhood. And when you play the rain stick, depending on, 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 on people's, um, way, I mean, on that ref- like form of reference. And someone will say, oh my God, that just reminds me of this. Some person will be like, oh, you know, that just reminded me of rain. And somebody else will be like, oh my God, that sounded like my grandmother playing seeds or, or having seeds in a cup or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it's, 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 yeah, it, it depends on the person. It's different things for, for, for everyone. And also it depends how you, you play the instruments, like with the Tibetan bowls, for instance. Um, you can clear a person's energy and you can also renew their energy. So when you play the, 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 the bowl, you play differently. You know, so it, it just depends on what it is that you are trying to do. And with drumming as well, because I do use drums as well to mm-hmm. regulate people's heartbeats. So it just depends on how I play it and the rhythm that you play. Uh, it's been inside different things in different people. Yeah. And Matabelo, if someone's looking to get in touch with you, maybe to find out about your next retreat or to find out more about um, sound healing or sound baths, where do they find you online? So online, um, we are currently on Instagram um, under at Nico Wellness Refinery. And then they can also email me um, at matapelo at nicowellness.com. Um, I can also give out my number if people need to get hold of me. Um, my number is 082 439 7090. Matapelo, thank you so much for joining us this morning and making time for us. Thank you so much, Chris. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That Have is a lovely day. You too. That is the founder of Nuka Wellness Refinery, also sound healer, Matapelo Mabaso, joining us to tell us more about sound healing and sound baths.